Should we do an intro? I can try one. can try one. <laughs> All right. Hello and welcome to the Miscast podcast. Yeah. Uh, the very first episode we are, we are doing. Unfortunately, we don't have Andrea with us today. He's home watching the children because his wife is working late. Yeah. But uh, me and Martin and Jonas. Yeah. And ideally, this will be a like future thing of ours. That we will be like pairing with battle reports, with news reports and with... Uh, other various content videos that we might be interested in putting out there. Yeah, the thing was to make this maybe a bi-weekly release of, of a podcast. So we have the chance to discuss news and news things from, from Games Workshop. And especially now with the old world seemingly around the corner, yeah. uh, we want to have the, the opportunity to have a forum to discuss uh, releases and things that's happening yeah. in, in, in the Warhammer world. Yeah. And we have some ideas to make this a bit more interactive, so we have two segments where we are really looking forward for community input. Yeah. And perhaps share a bit of, uh, of our current projects and about ourselves, about the hobby in general. Yeah. So we start right there. Yeah. Well, what is your current project? <laughs> Martin, I hear you have something interesting um, going on. It's, uh, it is Warhammer related, but I'm currently working nights in my basement to build a, can you call it a man cave or something? Yeah, like yeah. Like I don't like to play man games. Cave, no, but no, me neither. Right now I play in like the workshop in my basement and it's cold and it's dusty and dirty. So I've teared up a whole other room and putting heated floorings and tiled it up. And now I'm in the works of building a gaming table. Yeah, it's, it's super nice. We, so we, we played a, a battle report in your basement where we played yeah. the trolls, I think, against some of, of my armies. And it was incredibly cold. I had to have yeah. like slippers because my feet were going yeah, to yeah. die. So, so. It's horrible. <laughs> <laughs> but, it, but it's looking really nice. Yeah. Yeah. We can put um, some pictures up of, of the table you're, you're building. Yeah. And, and I'm the, always impressed about of the speed that you are capable of putting projects together. Yeah, but like. As soon as the kids are asleep, I go do my stuff. That's why I'm hard to reach on Discord because I rarely start my computer at home. Yeah. Yeah. So I should probably install it on my phone. Yeah. But you're, but you're a carpenter by trade, right? Yeah. yeah since, since you're not working with it right now, but no, you're no, a no. carpenter by trade. Yeah. So, so that's my other hobby, but it's more expensive, weirdly enough. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's so expensive to yeah. remodel houses and so on. Yeah. yeah, a lot of people say that Warhammer is expensive, but I, I kind of don't really get it. Like yeah. I have, I my other hobby is like riding motorbikes and and watches, I suppose. Yeah. But yeah. but uh, Warhammer is the cheapest hobby I have right yeah. now. Like riding motorcycles is way more expensive than, than playing Warhammer. Yeah, but uh, there are a lot of people that are gonna disagree with you. Like yeah. uh, it can be expensive if you turn it into an expensive hobby. Yeah, for like, sure. If you start going into those like big Forge World Titans or like yeah. buying. Yeah. Or like going into the whole uh, fear of missing out thing. Like yeah. I need to get this exclusive model right now. And I'm gonna put it on my ever-growing pile. They're kind of expensive, like the the, the characters. I yeah, was looking yeah. in a shop in Umeå last week, and like one character is no problem to be forty euros or something yeah. Yeah. for one model. And some of them don't even have rules. Like yeah. you release it, and you can just put it in a unit, but there's no special rules or anything. Yeah. I think it's it's quite expensive, but I think the most thing that Warhammer players do is that they buy a lot of things and then they don't paint it all and then they have yeah. a big pile of shame. I yeah. think that's where the big cost comes from, because I, I paint quite a lot and I can maybe paint like 3000 points in a year, yeah. maybe. And, and even if I buy all that new from, from Games Workshop website, 
it's that's not that much money. It's like, like it's not like thousands of dollars. Yeah. No, no, no. It's, yeah. It, it's not not uh, five hundred. Then we're talking Swedish. Yeah, pounds, yeah. So like 50, fifty dollars. Yeah. But the uh, Warhammer wise, I'm painting some small models, dwarfs, and I'm working on the Citadel of the Ever Chosen. But yeah. that's I don't have a pile of shame. Yeah. Talking really? about expensive stuff. Yeah. yeah, but that was cheap by the pound. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like if plastic you count it. How, yeah. many, how many pounds of plastic was it? Or uh, kilos of plastic? Ki kilos, it's 14.4, uh, but yeah. the, the spruce, so I'm guessing 10 when it's done. Yeah, that's quite, quite yeah. a lot. I have like one eighth of it at my house right now, and it takes <laughs> up all the space in the basement. Yeah, it's, 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 it's kind of horrible. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't understand like the product development of it. Whom in their right mind would build such a product? Yeah, yeah, but, <laughs> then, yeah, but like from from a games workshop perspective. Yeah, who, like I, I I can I can understand the consumers that they want to buy it because it's super awesome for like hobbying purposes. But how do you make a business model? And but it wasn't it that like expensive. I think it was like eight thousand Swedish when it released. Yeah, yeah it's but like eight hundred. If you look, yeah, if you look now, like if you build a Maleficent gate or something, yeah. I think yeah. that was around two and a half thousand. And there's yeah. two of those in there. So, so it was a good bang for the buck even with the original price. But it must have been like a print or on demand thing or something. Did they really I have that in store? I didn't I never saw it in a store, but I, I didn't have play no when idea. it came out yeah, either. either. So. so it's it's different. But what are you working on? Uh, yeah, talking about expensive stuff, <laughs> I, I bought an, an, <laughs> an entire uh, High Elves army. Oh. And, and uh, I started buying, like, or you started selling small things to me. Yeah. And then you just came to my house with stuff from time to yeah. time. <laughs> uh, I, I bought this for you. <laughs> Thank you. So, yeah. uh, and recently I bought, like, a big, big, uh, like, party of, of uh, uh, High Elves. It was a Sky Skiff, and it was the... Uh, Imrik on Dragon and, and all of that stuff. Yeah. So I probably have like maybe five, six thousand points of high elves unpainted right now. Uh, and I have only painted one uh, Lion Chariot, the Sky Skiff, and then a few other things. Yeah, yeah the, the Sky Skiff is kind of cool. Have painted are really the, the Sky Cutter. Yeah, we can yeah. put some, some picture up of, of the Sky Cutter and, and also some of the Illyrian Reavers. And, and yeah. Stuff. I've never seen it on the battlefield. No, like the Sky Skiff. No, the, the Skycutter, I know that uh, there was one guy at Dalaslaget who, who played it a few years ago, but that's the only time I've seen it. It's, it's shit. It's a very <laughs> yeah, beautiful yeah, model. Yeah, I was just going <laughs> to say, it's probably bad. Yeah, okay. it, it's, it's a beautiful model, but, it, but it's not uh, that good on, on the battlefield. But, but the, the plan is to, for the next Dalaslaget, which is going to be in February, I believe, I'm going to try to play the, the high ups. So I kind of built like a list in my head, like a, at least a framework for list and and try to paint as much high elves as I, as I can. And I'm also finishing up some projects. I have like a Agnarok spider for orcs and goblins. Yeah. It's fully painted, but the base is not. And the same with, I have a Luminarch of Hish, same problem. And it's nice to just get them done. Yeah, I want to yeah. get some projects that are like half done. Put them in the finished shelf. Time. Yeah. <laughs> the shelf. Uh, how are things looking for, for you then? Uh, it's looking like I'm going to be playing Demons of Chaos, oh. but um, I'm having a like rough time getting... I, I'm so like unorganized when I, when I do my painting projects, yeah. that I, I start them in small batches and then I never really finish them uh, at, at one point. And then I want to go on to the next project and uh, I accumulate like the small batch 
paintings that I've started. And you kind of want to go, like you start painting and then you get better and better at the technique and then you're like, oh, the first one I painted, I really want to paint that again yeah. because it's yeah. good as the, the last one. The and then the you kind of, you, you never get, get done really. So, no, exactly. Like yeah. the, the moment that you finished the last unit then you want to go back and repaint the first one. Yeah. But, uh, but the, I'm getting over it. Uh, it's, it's like... You're in I, therapy. In, in therapy, <laughs> I can like force myself into like getting the bulk projects done. Uh, I have my blood letters, uh, I have the, uh, what are they called, Demonets. Yeah. Kind of going for a weird clash of armies, um, thinking of playing Korn Slanesh. Mm. Uh, I know that there are some arguments about Nurgle being the stronger choice. Like I would argue, <laughs> yes. <laughs> but I'm really like looking forward to playing this uh, uh, army in my mind that looks really cool. Like two uh, factions of chaos that enter the battlefield at the same time but end up in conflict with one another. Yeah, I should think be for great fun. Yeah, yeah. And I really enjoy playing them in 8th edition. I think that their special Winds of Magic is kind of fun. And also like being in melee is... It's a nice change of pace for me. I've played far too many shooting heavy lists yeah, lately. Yeah. And you think when you start like, now it's like three months into Dallas Laget, maybe four? No, maybe three and a half. And that, that seems like a lot of time, but no, it kind of not. isn't. Like, no. when you want to play test, you want to, there's a lot of stuff to click. You want, you want to be able to play it smoothly. Yeah. And you have to put like 10 matches in your belt before you go. Yeah. Or yeah. You, you don't have to, but, to make it a smooth experience. Yeah, you, you, you kind of want, want to. Yeah. Otherwise, yeah, you're like really tired yeah, So that you units. remember each of the unit stats yeah. so that you don't need to look them up so that each match goes as quickly and smoothly as possible. Because it also comes into play that you get, if you get to play the matches quickly, then you get more like time to relax between the games, yeah. uh, rethink your like mistakes and yeah, socialize, like, yeah. just have a good time. And it's also polite against your opponent. Like yeah. you don't want to be checking rules all the time no. when you're playing and slow down the game, because if you don't finish all the six rounds of, of a game because you were slow, that doesn't feel good either. No, like no, you no, want no, to try no. to keep yeah. the, the pace going and and have some flow to the game. That's more fun for for both players. In, yeah, in I agree. My, uh, my and uh, even if I haven't play test nearly as much as I want to, uh, you can only get that far with theory crafting. You yeah. actually need to play the army, I think. Yeah. I don't know why I chose to paint high elves either. Like that <laughs> They're is horrible. I told myself I'll never paint elves again, and I picked the worst army to paint. Like high elves is like. Sure, <laughs> I think they're kind of cool. Like I, I really like their core when choices. Done. Yeah, when, when they're, they're done. done. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I actually <laughs> traded. You know the big block of fifty spearmen. Yeah. I bought a tomb king's army, like sight unseen, super cheap, but I felt I couldn't manage it, so I traded the tomb king's army for Yoni. Yeah. to paint up one block of 50 spearmen and it was yeah. worth every penny. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm thinking about hiring and by the way, Johnny won yeah, we should show. Yeah, yeah. show. Uh, Fantasia, what's it called, the tournament? Yeah, it's a fanatic, right? right? Yeah. yeah, and they are super cool. I'm really inspiring. looking forward to the next project. Yeah. I'm talking about, about new stuff. Uh, yeah. yeah. We had the, the Games Workshop Day here on Saturday and that was quite interesting. Yeah, I think I kind of like the format. It was a bit compact stream, but there was lots of uh, like nice models being showcased, and they even finally added some real information of the upcoming release date. Yeah, yeah. I thought the stream was good, short, concise, to the point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, one hour. Yeah. In in general, I think that 
they, they think they, they released. It was no like surprises. We know that Bretonia was coming. Yeah. We, they released some new new models, and I thought they were cool. Like the, they had the Duke on the on the Pegasus. They called it what did they say? The world's best kept secret. It's been leaked <laughs> for a very really yeah, long yeah, time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, even there, they had some nice uh, additions. Like now we are getting a hero level character on Pegasus, the Baron, uh, yeah. so that you can play it as a like lower characteristic version of the Yeah, uh, that was more of the Paladin before, right? It, it's a niche thing, but I kind of like the idea if they are going to explore like the darker aspects of Bretonia, there being evil feudal lords, yeah. uh, whom better to command them than an evil baron. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds much better than an evil duke. And, yeah. and those kind of characters do have the, their worth. I haven't seen many players in 8th edition play the, the lord or on, on Pegasus, but I play the master on the... Uh, what is it called? Dark Pegasus? At yeah. Bala Slaget. And that the did Empire, some great work. Yeah, yeah that's just a solo model. Yeah. Uh, so those kind of, of models definitely have their, their place. Uh, I faced off against, um, is this, I think it's called Christopher. Uh, it's a really nice chap and he was playing uh, his lord on Pegasus. And uh, that heroic killing blow that you can give them is really, really... It's brutal. It's brutal. Yeah. He yeah, killed you, you my Iron Blaster well. with it. Yeah. yeah, so it's yeah. devastating. <laughs> it's not not great when you're playing monsters. You then you don't have to care about regular killing blow, but heroic yeah. killing blow is is yeah, a problem. I, yeah, and especially yeah. when you have such a great uh, weapon skill, and uh, on top of that, you also get the lady save. Uh, yeah, really. Yeah, that's right. But the movement is the key part. Fly and yeah. be able to get, get where the you want. Charge. Speaking mm. of Bretonia, I charged uh, Andreas uh, Bretonia his night bus with mm. my solo. Master on the Dark Pegasus, yeah, and um, I won the combat, and they fled, <laughs> and I overran them. <laughs> and that's so unlucky, like yeah. failing, because I think he had the he had the uh, battle stunner bearer as well, so yeah, he had the yeah. reroll. Yeah, the reroll, but he <laughs> failed both, and, uh, yeah. even though it was was steadfast. So, but uh, I think the the things they showed were, were good. The things they've shown before as well. I like the lady on the horse. What is she called? Yeah, the, the one with the unicorn as well. Yeah. Uh, they they're also going. released the, the damsels on foot as well. And yeah. I think that one like looks really awesome. And they're going more for the Sigmar, the detailed models. Bretonia gets away with it, but I'm not looking forward to like the, the, new, uh, the new High Elves line. Yeah. Like if the old High Elves were detailed, the new one are silly. It's, <laughs> yeah. You can put a week in old model and depending on what format they chose, like the pictures they show at it least kind of looks like guys yeah it kind of yeah. looks like we are still looking at like big six blocks months no on a unit but, but yeah. it depends on how expensive they are if they're going for sixth edition with a lot of smaller units it might work uh, that is actually a good point because i actually don't like models that are too detailed like it's all right for like lords and heroes but yeah. for like core units i actually like them when they don't have that much details because if you're gonna paint like 30 of them, you don't wanna pay like, you have the empire with the small like hourglasses and pouches yeah. and, and the hiles with all the gems and all of that. And it's not that fun painting 30 models with all those small details. I'd rather have like less details but great models. Yeah, like, I kind of like them when they have like the old monopose because I think that if every character sticks out too much, like, if every character is special, none really is, if that makes mm. any sense. Yeah. Like, uh, if you have, like, the rank and file, they are looking ordinary, and then you have the hero sticking out in the midst of them. I yeah. think that is much more preferred more. aesthetic, yeah. for me at least. Uh, I, I would agree. I don't, 
I'm not a fan of the monopose, but sometimes like, for example, high elves, yeah. they're like beautiful when they're lined up. Yeah, but I like, I like when, when you can fix a little bit with them, like you can change the arms so you can have like the spears going down towards yeah, the front, like small, small modular stuff, but yeah. not too much. Yeah, you like, can like uh, have the legs and the body together, yeah. and then you have the arms and maybe head separate. Yeah, but you still get the, the feeling that this is one coherent unit and yeah. they are like ready for battle. And especially when it comes to elves, I think like the Lodden Seaguard is probably my favorite unit there. Yeah. Uh, I would love to see like them back on the table. Like in They're one of the coolest units, but I said this before. It's the worst unit in Warhammer Fantasy to paint ever. <laughs> Like, okay. they have so much details, it's insane. Yeah. And they're elves, so it's, they're small, and I'm painting them right now. And yeah, I, like one shield. I feel like I'm going to have an aneurysm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it's, it's actually insane. <clears throat> yeah. But they only talked about, uh, they have released some pictures of uh, a character for Tomb Kings earlier. Uh, yeah. I think that there's probably going to be another stream before the release. I think yeah. that uh, it's, it's kind of... released before. Yeah, uh, and there has been some rumors on the internet about uh, uh, them being uh, like the kit, uh, possibly including chariots, and possibly including, I don't remember exactly what the Tomb King Lord was going to be. But I think it was a character on a chariot, uh, the rumor I saw. Are you sure? Okay. Yeah. I'm not sure, but, but uh, the rumors. Well, yeah, the I think, because when Horus Heresy released, it was like book like a starting kit two yeah. armies and a book and some templates and stuff yeah is that like what you're guessing towards um I or kind of feel like bretonia versus tomb kings is a given like rules and then you get yeah. the bretonia and then you get the tomb king box i think that if they don't make that kind of starting kit i think they're making a mistake i, I would assume so but they also said they would not be like a start starting kit they've said that yeah, they, they did a few months ago. Now I don't have it like in front of me, but it's taken from, from my mind here. That it was not going to be like a starting box. Uh, but but they are going to they are going to release some like collective box probably like Tomb Kings and and Bretonia, but it's probably not going to include everything you need to play maybe not all the templates, not. maybe not yeah. Not, not uh, any terrain or something like that. So it's gonna be probably basic. Yeah, but I think they should really like make a like easy to get get going uh, box so that you can uh, buy it for a fair price and then you get the lord and you get the basic units, perhaps two three kinds of them, and then you have the opposing faction that you can <coughs> share with a friend or split the box, yeah. and then you are rolling. Then you are on your way into the old world. There's one thing that kind of disturbs me with this is that thought that they said they were gonna release like all the armies in one book or something like that yeah. in that direction but a lot of the armies that are uh, confirmed you can buy them from games workshop but not tomb kings and not bretonia yeah. so are they gonna release a totally playable line like a lot of models or at least like eight uh, different models yeah uh, like you okay my, well, that's uh, the move from they, games workshop they, they did say before that that all of the the armies that they have confirmed they're gonna be, be playable, and you are mm. gonna be able to buy some kits for them. But, yeah. but which kits are, are not entirely decided yet. And, and releasing Bretonian Tomb Kings, I think it's a very smart move from Games Workshop. Yeah, they have been out of print for a long time. They are very sought after factions in 8th edition as well, quite expensive to buy. And they don't have anything in their AOS line that you can really like substitute either. No. So I think they're, they're gonna be able to, to sell a lot of miniatures. Uh, so releasing those two armies first is uh, like business-wise is, is great. Yeah, yeah. 
and uh, like it's a fair choice because I think that more people deserve to play with and play against them. Yeah, it's they kind of fun to have at, at the field. Like, like Bretonia is super unique by the just the movement and the formation. No other yeah. army has that. Tomb Kings has a lot of shooting and popping out of the sand, and it's not the usual army. I think they're, they're quite unique. They're quite. Uh, they have some problems in eighth edition <laughs> with their crumbling rules and, and all of that. But uh, I hope yeah. I hope the. They need to keep like the the feel of the army, but but some things definitely needs needs to be fixed. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, I also heard some rumors that the the first box is Bretonia Tomb Kings, and maybe that the second one is going to be Orcs and Empires, and then we have a, a basically a repeat of, of what is it, uh, Island of Blood. That is also Empire high and elves, Orcs. High Elves and uh, Dwarves, right? No, yeah. Island of Blood is Empire and Orcs and Goblins, right? We oh, Island of no. Which one? Is, there, there is one I know with, with Empire and Orcs and Goblins, but it might not yeah. be Island of Blood, yeah. but it, it, it is one of them. So we mm. already had that box before, and that's a bit nostalgic. Yeah, but it's also an iconic like rivalry, uh, yeah. humans and greenskins. Yeah. Uh, Bretonia is actually like, in, in lore-wise settings, campaigning in uh, faraway Araby at times with their errant wars. And considering uh, the gameplay in Warhammer uh, Total War, yeah. uh, they are starting in Arabic, so it kind of makes sense to pitch them against. Uh, I think that a lot of people that are introduced to Warhammer from the video games is going to find it to their liking that uh, I, I can repeat like the same kind of battles that mm. I've been enjoying at uh, the, the <clears throat> game. Do you think that people, people who play the game start playing Warhammer? Or do you think people who play Warhammer start to play the game? Or do you, like I, I think there is a synergy. I think that there are spillover. Like people that play the uh, the uh, Total War games and really enjoy that might be really interesting in collecting the armies, if even if they might not want to play it. Like, yeah, I think there's a lot of people like that who basically never play, but they collect and they do the, like the hobby stuff. Yeah, and I think that's a fully valid reason, and I hope to see that they are well rewarded from Games Workshop, like that they are releasing the proper stuff. Yeah. But the, the game itself, I've tried it for a few hours and it's, it's too much <laughs> for me. Like the battles are super fun, you recognize mm -hmm. the unit, you know what they do, you know, you know what their strength are. You, you can take over your knowledge from 8th into the Total War, but in between the battles you are supposed to build community and send resources and so on and that's not my strong side yeah. so it's not really my cup of the eye no I'm no fine, like the skirmish battles are actually great fun hmm. but uh, other than that i'm not i'm not a fan yeah. of that concept not the biggest fan i kind of like the like the forex expand explore <laughs> yeah it should be a multiplayer like one one guy does the economics yeah the war master <laughs> Yeah, that it would be, be nice, but um, <laughs> there's probably so some, you could nick some stuff from the game and put it into a campaign. Yeah, I really hope that they the like borrow use. good ideas from, from there. Yeah, but yeah. It, it's a bit of a stretch, now they have confirmed the armies, but there was a brief moment where people were hoping for a Cathay army, yeah. but it's not looking... It might happen later on, but, but not during the release. No, no, no. But another hope for the release is Empire of Man is not Empire anymore. Could it be that Kislev is included? I would think Dogs so. Dogs of War units? Uh, Dogs of War is probably stretching it. Uh, Kislev, yeah, I think it's likely. Not 
the entire range. But uh, yeah, I don't know if they are going for that. They kind of tried the like the uh, remnants of renown. No, they're called something else. Uh, Regiments of renown. Regiments of yeah. renown. They kind of tried that with Age of Sigmar, and I don't think that they've gotten a lot of popularity. Okay. No, but I think uh, Sigmar and, and uh, Fantasy is different. I think yeah. it could be really cool, but it's also quite niche, so I'm not sure it's going to sell that. I have one hope. I know the rules is not going to be fitting for everyone. There's always going to be something to complain about yeah. for yeah. each and every individual, but I'm hoping for good scenarios. I really do, because I play 40k on the side, yeah. <laughs> but they... they can't they, mention they, that here. No, no. no <laughs> but they evolve in like the scenarios and yeah. they drop stuff in uh, white dwarf and so on like it it puts a really good twist on the game and it doesn't feel like you're repeating yourself all the time even, even if you pay, yeah. play the same army uh you and Johnny at times play with that deck where you like go to have a scenario build terrain and then you draw scenario special rules like yeah. uh, there was one i thought was really in uh, like uh, innovative that where there was a mechanic where the sun was moving over the battlefield yeah. and depending on which phase it was it was affecting uh, shooting capabilities yeah, sun and eyes, yeah. yeah, yeah. And different so like, zones and so on yeah. I don't know if the randomness is really fitting to fantasy but at least worked out scenarios yeah, but with different ways to score points yeah and, and not a lot but like some small dots of be because some some scenarios that we are playing right now is is uh, like restrictive for certain armies. You can't really play Watchtower fairly with every faction. I think no, like no. if you were playing to win, a vampire count army would just park as many skeletons or zombies as possible in the in the tower. Yeah, yeah but, but there are also like I agree. I think we should have new scenarios. But there are also a lot of those like Warhammer Fantasy purists that basically wants the same game. They basically yeah, want yeah. like sixth edition released, like as as is, <laughs> no yeah, changes, yeah. <laughs> no scenarios. Like Absolutely. everything should be the yeah. same. The game is I, perfect. Yeah. Don't change it. I'm not one of those guys. I think that they should keep all the good stuff. But but neither sixth edition nor eighth edition is perfect. No, like it's not. So so uh -huh. it's definitely yeah. stuff that can be uh, be improved. But they should keep the heart of the game. Yeah. And I think like the releases they made, the, the release models, the new models. I mean that's fun. But the thing I'm most excited about is knowing the rule set. I mean, the models could still be like kind of bad, but as, as long as the rules are good, then it doesn't yeah, really matter. Yeah, like, the, if yeah. the rules are good, the, then the models become like secondary. At least for me, who, who enjoy playing the game, yeah. I enjoy painting as well, but, but I like playing more than I like painting, maybe. So the rules yeah. are the important part for me. So, so that's yeah. what I want to see. But uh, we're tough out of luck. It's mm -hmm. uh, not even anything to speculate on. Like, no, no I'm, I'm just hoping for scenarios yeah. and it doesn't have to be wildly different but just more scenarios at least yeah. Yeah. You, you can put like the six original scenarios they work fine it's retro it works it's there's no problem with them but like some sort of secondary way to get points even yeah. if it's small so you can you get to use all the weird units that doesn't yeah. really yeah. fit in like the sky cutter yeah yeah, it might it be that. It could be great uh, for picking up small secondary points. Like you get fifty points if you get around or something. Like yeah. some some small easy to remember way to utilize the. Yeah, that, that yeah. you can you can have units that are not only good at fighting but are good at fulfilling objectives. 
yeah. that warrants uh, including them in the list. Yeah. Uh, so you don't have to measure anything by like how killy is this stuff and how much points does it cost. Yeah, because no. that's a lot of Warhammer fantasy right now. Like, yeah. how, how can I kill stuff? And, yeah. and it, I mean that that's fun. But but adding some more depth, at least in certain scenarios, would yeah, like some utility fun. scenarios where where it's like the the value of a unit isn't reduced to like how good strength does it have. Like yeah, it doesn't ha if it doesn't have at least four strength, it can't do. Yeah. And fun rules. Yeah, and fun like, rules like. Skaven with their weird rules and Bretonia with the weird formations. That's yeah. Yeah, like that, that makes it so that each time you're facing against another faction, it's a whole not wholly different game, but a different game. Yeah. Like you cannot play your army the same way against a dwarven army that you can play against a chaos dwarven army or against a beastman army, so that it's fresh gameplay. Yeah. yeah. And a high skill ceiling to master. Yeah, and then it definitely is right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is. It is. It's, it's a hard, hard game to, to master, and, and a, a good player with will almost always beat a worse player. Yeah. Uh, so I think that there's a big, big difference there. Uh, well, oh shoot. Yeah, the, the back to the rules. Like the only thing we know, they release like a short uh, development diary where they talk about like pushing and pulling yeah. instead of like uh, breaking and overrunning. So it's gonna be like a more back and forth game. They not said how it's gonna work, but but probably not like flee and overrun. And me and Martin talked about that after we read it. And and the thing we said was that what takes the most time in a game is usually close combat. And if you have close combat that basically never ends because you have push and pull mm. scenarios, that can make for really good long games. So but it depends uh, on how it works. Yeah, I, I think that they are kind of fixing it with another change that isn't like in the rules yet, we don't know if it's there for certain, but that they are moving up the base sizes. I think that we are going to see uh, blocks of units that take up roughly the same spot, but where you have fewer models, and thus reducing the number of dice that you need to roll. Probably, mm. yeah, but they also mentioned about the peasants, that they were going to come in like, what did they say, like 30? Yeah, but peasants is special. Yeah, but peasants, but, but still, like, that, that puts it's a... It's kind of like Skaven slaves. Yeah, but how much is a peasant? How many points is a peasant? Like, five points? Four, five if you give them longbows or but something. But that means, like, even, like, armies like uh, High Elves and Dark Elves, there will be a load of them. Like, right now you play, like, 30, 40 easily, you can play in the, in the core yeah, spots, Spearman. And uh, you're probably gonna have like at least 30 if that's the way they're I going. I think that they are gonna push them down to like, where you previously had 30 to 40 models, I think that you're gonna see 20 to 30 instead. Like, cap them by 10. Yeah, I, I, I hope they do, because large armies look really cool on the table, but I've never yet to meet a person who think it's fun to paint 40 of the same model. Yeah. Like, and then met someone as well, this is great no, fun. No, no, yeah, but it, it's not, not even Johnny. <laughs> yeah, it, it's kind of like an unsolvable problem. It, it looks really good when you have yeah. lots of models on the table and it fits the theme of grand armies. Yeah. But I don't know how you solve it. I, I, I can buy the, the argument that they are supposed to, re even if it's 20 models, it's supposed to represent 200 models. Yeah, so or, or like 2,000 models. Like it's, like. A, it's a top-down game yeah. skirmish. Yeah. But there's something about the way of putting down 50 models, like you can barely hold them in your hand yeah. on the tray, and yeah. it looks really good. And I don't think that they, they said it was a threshold, it was hard to get into the game, but for me it wasn't. It's, kind of daunting to start a new army but 
once you get going, it's like you have a goal in sight. And yeah, I would argue that you're special. Like your commitment <laughs> to like <laughs> yeah, fulfilling projects. We had a competition. I wouldn't yeah. have done <laughs> yeah. it in that time. But otherwise. you paint really quickly. But it, but yeah. it also like like from our perspective buying a a whole new army is maybe not that much money like it's expensive no. but but it's not like it's not gonna break our bank like we're adults with jobs and mortgages yeah. and, and stuff like that i figure that most people are gonna be in that spot as well yeah, that, that yeah, are interested. Are, but, but if you, if we look like the tournaments we go to like the average age age is probably like 40 maybe 40 plus yeah. like the average age is pretty high and, and we need to get some some youngsters in as well and if if the the amount you need to play is like five hundred dollars minimum then we're not going to get any any youngsters then no. it's going to be the old man's yeah. uh, club <laughs> yeah, but that's uh, not great either yeah but that, that's what i why i think that they really really need to like release the the uh, like starter boxes where you have one faction against another faction makes it so that uh, siblings or like friends can easily pick up it and get started because usually those boxes have really good value yeah and we, yeah. we made like yeah. a, a a wish list maybe a year ago yeah. maybe more when we talked about it was me and Jonas and we, yeah. we what we wanted to see, and one of those things that we want to see a, a like a game mode for smaller games. Maybe you can play like 500 points yeah. or something, and, and good scenarios for that, because Warhammer Fantasy doesn't really work when you try to scale, scale it down. No, and I think that is very important to get new people in. That you can buy a box, you can paint maybe like 15, 20 models. Yeah. You can try to play games. Is this for me? Because uh, starting a, a whole new army, you need like 150 models to paint. Yeah. That's a big threshold. Yeah, uh, that is big. Uh, I, think, I think you're making a good point there. I, I really hope that they take that into consideration because we want more people into the game. Yeah, like, and, and regardless of how great or how good the rules are, like getting more people into the old world is a like, utilitarian good. Yeah, it's it's be better for all of us in the hobby scene. Yeah, and everyone who likes old world, like in in the end, if, if the game sells well, it's gonna be, it's gonna continue to evolve. Like yeah. Games Workshop is, is a business, and if the game doesn't sell, they probably yeah, won't. Yeah, and uh, and like one argument, even if uh, some people might still prefer the other older edition, some people might want to retain playing sixth edition. I think getting more people into the old world will cause a spillover into older editions as well. So it's a Hopefully. net good for everyone. I think so too. And I mean, if you want to play the old editions, just, just play yeah, the yeah. old editions. Yeah. Like, wasn't, wasn't grab a friend like the, and then just go the at the it. Slogan or something, like the old world lives. The game has been dead for eight years or something and it's yeah. still vastly popular. It's still very much alive. Yeah, like it it's is. dead from Games Workshop. Yeah, and you have, but it's, it's you have very much fan made right. editions, two of them at least. Yeah, yeah like uh, both. Uh, hardcore playing eighth and sixth. Six. Yeah, and uh, like uh, dust in different comp system that fixes uh, various yeah. editions and like uh, we play VAP, I think it's a, like yeah. one of the best iterations of it. Yeah. But yeah, I, really I like understand that VAP. people like ninth edition as well. Since we're going to Falun twice yeah. a year, yeah. it's we haven't touched VAP in like a year or something. No. But, the, but the magic phase in VAP is yeah, I really think it's so the, much better. So good, very very it's, good. Like perfect. If they bring that into the old world, yeah. just but nick it. it <laughs> I would be. But, really but that is happy. one thing they have touched on on the magic phases in old world in one of the development diaries. Uh, yeah. okay. They talked about like the wizard is gonna have more impact throughout the game, so yeah, you are yeah, gonna yeah. be able to cast magic in different phases. As I, okay. I yeah, like uh, movement. If you have a, a spell that affects movement, you are more likely gonna be casting it in a movement phase than you're gonna be casting it in a singular magic phase. 
Is I'm not no sure what I think about that. Like, that's the way it works, like in, in Age of Sigmar and, and 40k. Yeah. And I always edition. forget it because it's not like a specific phase. <laughs> you, you have to it. learn it once. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but they have in 40k they they had like a, a learning curve. They they had lots of uh, different magic and lots of dif different stratagems to affect yeah. the game. Mm -hmm. But then they this edition they scale it down to be like six for each factions. Yeah. But they're good and easy to remember. So that's that might be a way to go. Like you, you have this army. You have six buffs or debuffs or hex spells. Use them out throughout the game. But if there's some armies had like forty stratagems, yeah. it's impossible. Yeah, it is possible. And, 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 and if you're a poet, most likely thirty-five of them are still going to be trash. Yeah, but like that's super specialized. I kind of like the level of difficulty that it is in uh, Warhammer Eighth Edition right now. You have eight regular different schools and you really want to know all of the magics when you're playing at the tournament. Yeah, it's gonna be super exciting to see at least. Yeah. And, uh, uh, interesting like ideas. It's been in the works for at least I don't know three, three four years. I think it's like five years. I did a uh, video on it not that long ago I mean, and, and it was a long time ago. Yeah. <laughs> it was like at least so It's been years. building suspense. Yeah. Yeah. I remember seeing the map like when they first released it like uh, the, the incarnate map yeah. Like looking super cool, and you understood like, wow, they're finally making something yeah. of this great set of laws and rules and the world that they have built. Uh, and then it was so dead quiet. Yeah, it was quiet for a long time. Yeah, but but now we're uh, finally getting close. Like in, in the beginning of next year, they released tweet February yeah. that they removed. <laughs> so so I'm guessing that that we're somewhere somewhere along along there. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> do you, do you guys have any closing thoughts on yeah. on the old world? Like, what is your top point about the upcoming release? I gotta say, like, I'm not really super excited to see more models. I want to see rules. <laughs> I, I'm so excited to know something about the rules. Okay. Like, that's just what I want to see. Yeah, I'm on the same level. I've seen Bretonian, I've seen Tomb Kings, and I've played them. Models are looking super nice. Yeah. But the book. Yeah. Like, the, the book with the rules, or... PDF or whatever they want to release it in. I'm yeah. looking forward to reading that. I always skip the lore chapter. I'm not yeah. that into the lore. <laughs> That's almost I, yeah. borderline heresy. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, I, know, so I know good. it is. And I'm <laughs> picking up bits and pieces and puzzling yeah. them together, but like the movement rules, yeah. the, yeah, the, the way magic be, works like, and the scenarios, like yeah. the book itself is um, highly anticipated. Yeah. Because that's it, it's in the end what's going to decide if the game is going to be good or not. Yeah, because like, they're not afraid to be innovative. No. We, can, no. we can't blame them for that. They're changing up the pace in editions in Sigma and 40k, and they did so in fantasy as well mm. between editions. So hopefully they put something fresh in our hands. And yeah, that we get to have like, a good experience with it. Yeah. Do you have any final? Uh, I, I kind of hope that they are going to be bringing out the big guns art-wise, that they are going to be like uh, bringing out some really, really impressive artwork, something that really makes people go, wow, the yeah. old world is really back. Yeah, you, you're more like a, a role-playing scenario guy. Uh, so I kind of want, you, want the like lore, I want stuff. the art, I want like the, yeah. magic, like the yeah. story building up. This is the old world coming. Yeah. So, we have quite different approaches, and it's going to be real fun yeah. to see who gets the most enjoyment. I hope out of everyone it. gets uh, gets what they want. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, <laughs> what, yeah, what, rules is going to be interesting. What are we guessing Andre is looking forward to? 
Because he has a Bretonnia army and he has two kings, right? Yeah. Uh, what is he, he doesn't have the... I don't know if he's looking forward to painting more Bretonnia. Uh, but <laughs> I don't he, he is so. absolutely <laughs> going to have to buy a bunch of uh, uh, knights on foot. Yeah, but, but Andreas also, we talked before, like a Warhammer purist. Yeah. Like he's yeah, probably he one of the guys that release sixth edition, don't make any changes, and let's play. <laughs> like I don't think maybe he's that excited for like uh, a lot of changes. No, no, that, that's. <laughs> no, but he has to get the the nice and foot. Uh, he's a Games Workshop purist. Uh, yeah. But like, it, it is his core faction, argument yeah. for playing eighth edition. It's a dead game. I'm a parent. I don't have time to read up on the lore or. Yeah, the, yeah he doesn't the want rules to change rules at like. Yeah, yeah. And I kind of buy it. It feels nice to fall back into if you want to have a here some uh, year. Yeah. And, and focus on something and then go straight back. Oh, this is this was the game. But yeah. if you do it in a live game, it could be totally different. Like the models you have could be totally different. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but as you said, Martin, four months. It's not, not that, that long, long. and yeah. it's getting dark and it's closing up on Christmas, so the time will pretty much fly. Yeah, yeah, and it's gonna be like February is a good month for me. Yeah, it's gonna be ideally we're gonna have some really good tournaments coming up. Yeah, I know that there are people really interested in like setting games together as yeah. soon as possible, yeah, and I know that contact, we are. We have been in contact about people who want to do tournaments yeah. and and want us to be a part of it. So I think it, it's gonna be, yeah. gonna be gonna be great. But after that we we talked about but the old world but we also released a video today with a quiz. Yeah. Kind of fun. And we got a feedback from, from Javier and, and Niklas and they both scored 29 out of 35. Yeah. And I think so that's really that's a good score. That's a really good score. Yeah, like uh, I respect nasty. anyone that gets above yeah. 20 actually to be honest. Yeah, yeah, I would really like to see which questions they didn't make. Well, 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 probably. I probably the sea, like yeah, sea monster. Yeah, definitely the sea monster. <laughs> 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 that is different. I know Niklas, he probably failed on the building one. He's a bro. Uh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> uh, who plays with buildings, so he probably messed that one I, up. I think that's one of the like the most egregious mistakes of Old World or 8th edition. I, I think building rules are like really good. Yeah, building yeah. rules are amazing. I like, love really fun, the terrain uh, rules overall. Yeah, terrain rules. Yeah, that's probably even the more correct way of phrasing it like it, back to the my point was like more scenarios but if you play with terrain it can have big impact on the game yeah, yeah. that was one of the things we also said in our wish video that we wanted to have more interactions with the terrain yeah. and and the models so they're not just like beautiful pieces on the board yeah because you also get that uh, interesting aspect if you have like a dynamic, like you have one army that you're playing and you have one opponent army that you're playing. If you also add in the dynamics of different terrain pieces really changing the battlefield, mm, yeah. then, then you get a really hard game to master. I think so too. But um, I'm gonna be look forward to make more quizzes for you as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I think I think it was a really fun thing to do, uh, and I hope the the community likes it as, as well. And uh, there. There's a lot of fun stuff you can explore. You need to read up a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, ideally, if we get some pointers from people out there, what quizzes do you think would be fun to put together? We can yeah. give it a go. Yeah, and we've got this podcast as well. We're going to try to make it like a bi-weekly segment, probably. Yeah. And uh, if you have any questions you want us to answer, write them in the, in the comments below. You can also email us at uh, miscasttable at gmail.com. Yeah, and yeah, just throw us whatever discussion point, question, idea that you want us to bring up, yeah. and we'll make a 
uh, like segment out of it. Yeah, it can be anything like uh, what are we painting right now? What are we looking forward to? How does Jonas get his mustache so fluffy? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It, it can be anything. <laughs> anything. Because yeah. we, we can talk about this for hours it feels like but uh, yeah. one of the key reasons to do videos and so on is because to enha enhance the game experience and interact with people yeah. around and like it's been super fun is, like uh, yeah. like the best we we do this because it's fun like uh, the amount of money we make from this is insignificant we make but, like uh, $10 a year special shout out to Steve C. yeah yeah, yeah. Steve, yeah of course he's his main uh, patron yeah he's like he should actually have like the the topmost whatever like whatever this channel grows into. Yeah. I think that he deserves the top spot. Yeah, he, he's uh, <laughs> he'll have a free pass or OnlyFans when it comes out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Anacron as well. Like yeah, the, yeah, yeah, for, the, for the amount of work he yeah. puts yeah. into commenting the videos at the tournament as well when he commented like entire game. That was amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. that was absolutely amazing. But but we just and do this because it's it's, it's fun and we want to like. Provide for the community or like yeah. enhance the community, maybe you could say. Like, uh, and we are going to stream the next Dollar Slugget as well. Yeah, we're going to try to improve on the concept that we did. I yeah. think it was decent, but it can definitely be, be better. Yeah, and uh, mentioning uh, Dollar Slugget, uh, we should do a shout out for the upcoming team event that they are hosting this yeah. November. So, oh, links right. in the comment. It's uh, like if you have the opportunity of going to Fallen. Uh, I definitely think that you should. Yeah. A bunch of super friendly people over there. Yeah, it's, it's great fun. And we're going to leave a link to the, the quiz video as well. Yeah. And to our email address. So you can, you can find that. If, if you have a question that you're not comfortable sharing in the comments. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We, we, we could like open up for comments in the, in the question. But, but it might be like more fun to keep it a secret until the, yeah. the yeah. podcast is made. Yeah, for sure. And uh, for upcoming videos, we might uh, be including uh, like previews for upcoming battle reports, so that you can get to vote on which army are you going to think are going to succeed, or which player, yeah. uh, depending on your preferences. Yeah. Yeah. But this is going to be an interesting journey up to the release of Old One. It's gonna Definitely. For sure, for sure. Uh, I'm, I'm really hoping that they do some good things with uh, like the older factions that are not included so far. Yeah. Hopefully. Hopefully. Yeah. Yeah. But that is all for today, I yeah. suppose. Yeah. And uh, we'll catch you in future episodes. Yeah. Yeah. Bye. Bye.